Hello there, I'm Tim and he's John and this is How to Murder Time, a podcast about games and things. Hello everybody. Watcher. It's our ninth anniversary. Ninth anniversary. If I'd thought about it, we would have done something special. That's stupid, that can't be nine. No, it is nine Three at most. Nine years. (laughs) Nine whole years. I know, I feel quite old now. Um, Do you realise what crimes you can get out of prison for? (laughs) You know the worst thing about nine years? I've learnt nothing in that whole time. No. Which which is terrible. I've I've learnt a couple of things. It's mainly about audio and it's completely useless to my day job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good to have a hobby. Yeah. Um, um, Yeah. Shall we crack on then? Yeah, crack on then. Okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about Elite Dangerous. Uh, We have got the big static group thing going on still. It's really working well, I think. It is actually. Well, sort of. of. Sort of. How's that? No, we'll get to the bit which okay. isn't working well. So we had two different weeks since, because we had a week off. Um, yes, because uh, you were ill or something. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so oh, did had, everyone take the week off? I think everyone took the week off, yeah. yeah. It's oh. like a national holiday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we got the, we, well, the one week we did uh, SRVs. I was quite keen on yeah. trying to test out the ground buggy I, stuff. I put that in the not quite working <laughs> as well category. Well, yeah. Like, see, complete disaster. Category. Well, it was, yeah, I don't know, it was interesting, but probably unsatisfying for most people participants i crashed constantly yeah we had a lot of that and i'd never seen that before no and i haven't seen it since no and it, well so we had the we, so we got about eight people roughly you know plus or minus uh which makes up two wings so which we we form up at the beginning of the night i, I tend to run one and we pass around the i think uh, commander embryo one of our new friends there is in charge he's quite an expert in elite you see him turn up with that corvette i know oh dear sidewinders hello it's really hard <laughs> not to crash into that corvette it's big it's enormous it's, it's about it's about about 15 times the length of a sidewinder and he just sort of piles up up to this planet, parks it, and it did make for quite a good landmark for, yeah. la- for yeah, landing I could practice. See it. But I, to be honest, when if you ground out one of those, you do want to show it off. I expect yeah. they're, they're vastly expensive. I think there's like 150 million somewhere in that yeah. bracket credits. Well, we almost made that the other night. Yeah, and also rep grind as well. I think because there's yeah. there's yeah. Uh, a big fe- it's a big federal ship, so you need a certain federal rank to get it, and all sorts. And I think there's an imperial equivalent as well, but. But yeah, anyway, so we had the two wings, and we decided to pick a go and attack the skimmers mission, which is part of the Horizon content. So all this ground stuff and the SRVs is Horizon's expansion pass only. And we found the planet, flew down to it, and I'd done one of these before, and the, the mission sort of, it suggests that you ought to go and attack the target base. Yeah. Well, specified on the mission, but I did a bit of reading around, I thought, I'm not going to assault a ground base with, like, gun batteries and everything, I'm going to be insane. So... Did a bit of reading around and found out that if you land anywhere within about 400 kilometres of the targeted base, you can then scoop around on the on the ground in your little SRV using the wave scanner thing and look for a trace in the middle, which indicates sort of man-made objects, you know, debris field, wreckage and so on. Uh, and if you get close to one of those, you, they sometimes pop up with skimmers around the thing. And they're wanted skimmers with bounties, which means you don't take a negative faction hit with the target of your mission. It's, it's best of yeah, all both Yeah, can I go back there yet? <laughs> I think my bounty wears off today. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, but trouble is there's only one or two skimmers there. And of course, we all took the same mission, so we all needed four skimmers each, which means we needed like 16 skimmers. There was 12 of 32. us. Well, there was quite a lot of skimmers needed, yeah. Um, and I think we found one of these sites and they had one skimmer and one person got the kill on it. but anyway we had so much trouble all landing on the same place this is the phasing and the instancing again yeah. and i thought that being in a private group and being in wings would you know i mean that has basically solved that problem for the space stuff for us yeah and it works fine it works space. well sometimes we have to jiggle around a bit at the start but once the server understands what we're trying to do yeah i think embryo was saying that it works if you send 
chat tells to the per- to person you're after. That sort of synchronizes yeah. you a bit as well, which helps you sort of more likely to end up in the same instance. Anyway, so space works fine. That's great. We were doing all that, but we were all coming trying to land in this same spot, and it was. I mean, part of it was was phasing issues, trying to all get in the same instance. Part of it was trying to land on the same arbitrary like ten square kilometer square yeah. on a planet, which are yeah. quite big apparently. Yeah, and Planets travel is big. quite slow. Yes, yes. Once you're down into the well, they're, they're non-atmospheric planets, but once you're down on surface cruise levels, it's essentially the same speed you're flying around in the docking bay and stuff. Yeah. And trying to cover hundreds of kilometres of planet and uh, that speed is is no good. So you have to go back up into orbital supercruise, come back energy. down again. Yeah, it's, it's Kerbal a, players will be upset. <laughs> it's a bit of a mess. Um, but anyway, we managed to get everyone on the same place and in the same instance, and then we were having people just suddenly crashing to desktop with the the, the unexpected error send a bug report button, and I'd never seen that at all in no. any of my time in Elite Dangerous. So something <laughs> it's so we, long since I've seen that in any game. Something we were doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I kept mashing the send report button, so work. presumably they're getting some feedback and learning If they've things. signed, they're executable, <clears throat> and um, they actually check on the Microsoft site. Oh, that's a Windows-based thing yeah. that forwards it onto them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, but most developers don't So they must that. have got a cluster of about 30 of those bug reports all turn up the same Tuesday, so hopefully somebody at Frontier Developments is uh, taking those on board and is working on it. But there was something about multiple people in the same place on the planet in SRVs that was just making it wig out or flip its flip its bits or whatever. But so there was a lot of people being kicked off, and then when you, of course when you come back, you're at a safe location, so you have to kind of sort of fly back to where yeah. you were again, <laughs> go for it all again. Ah, and meanwhile we were sort of you know g- clustered on the on the planet in our little buggies, waiting for everyone to arrive and stuff. Zooming around quite fast, yes. in low gravity. Yes, the planets are all uniform. I don't think I think there might be some one or two G planets out there, but most normally you'll find 0.4 G or 0.01 G or whatever. So that makes the buggy. I mean, the buggies are a whole driving model of, the cell, of their own. What did you think of that? I liked it. I was very keen because you'd never done that. No, you? no. And I do like my driving games. It's a yeah. very nice driving model yeah. for a buggy in low gravity. It is. It really does you, feel like June buggies, doesn't it? It, it, it really feels like um, the footage of, on the moon of the Mars, of the, of the moon. Lander. Oh, yeah. I bet, I bet they don't floor it on there <laughs> either. <laughs> well, they do 13 miles an hour, I think. Tops yeah. electric car. Uh, and, and just the big going off dunes and doing stuff sort of thing. But get some real air. I did trash my buggy. Yeah, you blew up yours. Yeah, they, you you do take damage when you come down too heavily. Because the on problem these is, once I can jump, yeah, I tend to jump. <laughs> oh, and most you, of the time, I could align it and boost and land properly. Yeah, because you've got these thrusters that you with the with the strafe up and down keys, well, strafe up key will basically make the buggy literally fire jets and yeah. and go up, which is useful for self writing, useful for for trying to clear big big uh, boulders and so on. But also it. You can get high enough so that it will hurt when you come back down. There's, yeah. You can use it to break a bit. I miss my buggy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we had a couple of people have to go off and get new buggies and so on. Because you can't carry multiples. No, no. I, I mean, should what, plan ahead for my incompetence. Apparently there is a larger vehicle hangar bay available somewhere that can take two or three of Does those. Does it involve an engineer? I don't know. Probably, yeah. Or, or very limited availability at remote star bases or something but so we all got onto the planet it was quite quite good there were moments when it was coming together and you could see all these like headlights of buggies over the yeah. horizon yeah. flickering away doing stuff and we were looking for mineral deposits which there weren't any of we we yeah that was, there was a big nothing problem. on this planet they are you gen- managed to pick the worst planet <laughs> I Ever. don't know. That was quite representative of my planet experience. There wasn't even any rocks. Yeah. Well, because to fix your buggy or refuel it, you can synthesise together some of these various materials that you get by shooting up specific boulders that appear. But we were having trouble finding those, and we were having trouble finding the skimmer sites. And in the end, we decided just to all pack up and then fly over to the base. It originally told us to go and assault, and we thought, well, strength of numbers, let's just charge in on there. And then we sort of moved in. Yeah. It was a kind of kind of rolling tank assault on this hapless base that didn't really expect 
us coming. And again, we found one or two skimmers, but yeah. not nearly enough for everyone's missions. <laughs> and there was like gun turrets and things we were shooting down as well. And they weren't. It was. I thought we were just going to get utterly obliterated. Going no, no, we, we we completely we crushed it, massively overpowered it. So they are clearly designed for lone players to be able yeah. to assault. Not twelve. Yeah, well, that's the problem. I think we're going to find with a lot of this stuff is is do, is there enough content for us to zerg around in a massive group of twelve? When at most, I don't even think it's really designed for group content of four. You know, I mean, pretty no. much everything in that game is really meant to be solo. I think the only the people versus people conflicts, uh, the, the 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 combat, it yeah, really yeah. does support the four players properly. Yeah, because then it really does give you an advantage. Yeah. So in the end, I mean, it was a fun. It was fun in spite of the game. You know, it's one of those we're all having a laugh because we're all mates, and and this is a bit of a giggle but the game itself wasn't really doing us any favours that, that no. week um, so this week we did a community gold instead uh, they ran this one before and it turned up again at a different planet so uh, I think I think Nick Zoy pointed it out to us and we, we went along and had a go uh, and it's, it's a very simple one basically you go out there's uh, there's a Alliance passenger ship has been blown up by terrorists Boom. so you have to go out to this site where there's wreckage uh, and you walk, you jump in, and there are about, about five or so occupied escape pods, which are basically the uh, the survivors of the wreckage. You're supposed to go in and scoop some of those, and then deliver them to the nearby base. That's one community goal. The second one, which happens side by side and at the same time, is uh, go into this same site and then shoot off, shoot out a load of pirates that yeah. are in their harassing rescue operations. So it's really cleverly designed because basically what you've got going on there is a bit of both. You can just go in and scoop the pods, and generally, if you're quick enough and don't aggress any of the pirates, they'll leave you alone and won't. They'll, well, they'll get you eventually, but you've got plenty of time to get in, scoop the five, and get the hell out. So if you're not even to the combat, you can contribute still, take part. Um, but then obviously, yeah, you can then stay on and fight off as many of the incoming pirates as you can, and that contributes to the other goal. Or you can just not bother with cargo and go in and attack the yeah. uh, the pirates. I was encouraging everyone to have at least one tiny cargo bay to be able to pick up at least one pod, because with community goals, any contribution at all puts you in the, hooray, top 100% uh, yeah. contribution bracket, which is everyone who's taken any part whatsoever. And the two goals running side by side... Both paid in the end. I think it was more than I thought. They paid. I got eight hundred thousand. No, was it nine hundred or eight hundred and four hundred? Yeah, yeah. They, so I got about one and a half million. I got, I got one. Yeah, one and a half million for everyone. And that's we did it in Sidewinders. Yeah, with basically you know starter gear will do. And we weren't actually stressed at <coughs> any point. The picking start the, up the escape pods was easy. Yeah, and the shooting uh, is relaxed enough to be able to choose your target. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't one of these sort of conflict zone high high intensity resource sites or hazardous or whatever there was relatively low end and and yeah it was very much a sort of opt elective kind of thing where if you left them alone they weren't really going to give you yeah. much hassle so you could choose, you're ignoring the anacondas game. going for the smaller ones yeah exactly but then we, we were doing it in wings as well and it actually did help then yeah we, we i think there was four of us in my wing and we were all in sidewinders or eagles or something and there was one cobra mark three dangerous rating and it was chaffing everywhere it had some pretty powerful guns and it was really regenerating its shields quite quickly so it took the four of us about 10 20 minutes to bring it yeah. down at the end so that was surprising because you i think what you've got there is a lot of variation within the enemy ships you just look at it and you think oh it's a cobra mark three oh it's a sidewinder oh it's an anaconda but that's not the whole story all at all yeah yeah they they have different internal gear ratings which make them vastly more powerful or less powerful so you really do have to pay attention to the um, I think you can actually scan them as well using one of the side panels to get a list of their components yeah. so you get some idea of what they're actually packing but the, the the pilot federation rating of the NPC ships really does make a huge difference 
you'll see a master sidewinder and it can be really quite mm. tricksy and hard to fight off when it's a starter ship so and it won't be any of us because we're <laughs> i think i'm personally I'm a, I'm a novice at the moment maybe i don't know i, I lost track all these different progress bars but that re- that worked really well i mean uh, uh, and the journey of it all as well road trip yeah oh yeah we had to go about seven, oh, 70 God. light years to get there and we and this was the week i said i suggested we all go up to eagles so we can experiment with the combat ships a bit more um <clears throat> sidewinder's a starter ship and and yeah i mean keeping it low end makes it it's quite fun and, and consequence-free for us as you know, relative different varying skills. But the eagles are more suited for the uh, the fighting and still very cheap. I mean, I, I I did pimp my eagle a bit. I've got quite a lot of A-grade stuff in there. I think I went with triple burst lasers in the end, and it only works if you turn the cargo hatch off. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to have a C-grade frameshift drive just to bring the numbers down. And my, I think, seven and a half minutes life support, which, to be honest, I thought was wildly optimistic. Yeah. If you want to get life support, you're probably doomed anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was all over in five minutes. You don't need more. But um, that don't plan for failure. No, quite. But even with all that, that was quite an expensive ship. I think about a million's worth of fittings and stuff. But it's still 50,000 rebuy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we did this community goal with very limited participation. <laughs> I got a million. I got uh, 1.5 million. I think I must have earned about 30 rebuys worth just from taking part in those things. So that's that's it, really. Yeah. Don't have to worry. I mean, you know, it's, they say you don't fly what you can't afford to lose. I think that's an Eve saying, but it applies in, in oh, uh, Elite Dangerous as well. Games. Yeah. But just having a massive buffer. I mean, okay, yeah, we could take that 1.5 million payout from this community goal and immediately go and pimp out a Diamondback Explorer or something, but then you won't be able to afford the rebuy. And if you don't have your rebuy cost, you do literally lose everything. You're given a Sidewinder with starter gear in yeah. the bag. Always, always, always have the rebuy. And also multiple ships anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's nothing stopping people having their own stone ships in this, on the, off on the side. Do you play off Yeah, yes. What have yeah, you got? I'm still, I'm still, cobra still? I'm still going around in my uh, Cobra. Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably going to upgrade because... Uh, I like the Diamondback Scout. I'm yeah. that. It's very yeah. nippy. It's like a giant that, eagle. Now, yeah, yeah. Well, then again, money's not a problem at this yeah. point because yeah, uh, we've learned the secret to making all the money we it's want. It's not difficult in that game to make reasonable money and that puts you into the mid-range of ships yeah. without it's too when, much effort. It's when you start needing to buy 40 million ships then 100 million well, ships. Well, yeah, I mean, Anacondas and Corvettes and things, so they're, they're basically the end game. That's your, the pinnacle of your progression because there's no XP bar, there's no skill specialisation. There's XP bar. There's, well, there's, there's a couple the, of them. There's your rankings. There's the rankings, yeah. But they're completely meaningless. They don't, yeah, exactly. They don't even stop you taking missions aimed at ranks higher than your own. It's a recommendation, yeah. so you can still take missions even if you haven't met the rank. So I suppose money and ship are your main sort of player progression drivers. And Money yeah. and ship are your chief weapons. Yeah. So... I forgot what I was talking about. Anyway, so the point being is that don't be in a massive rush to get into the most expensive ship you can. Just like <laughs> that's a, if you it becomes a big headache and a big hassle when you if you bump you, you scrape the side of the anaconda on the way in through the letterbox and that suddenly turns out to be a five million credit repair yeah. bill. Whereas we're, we're also when you're in something like that's a big trader. Mm. You need the money, you need the capital to yes. finance the buying stuff to trade. Yeah, it's no point. If you spend all your money on that ship, you are effectively bankrupt. Yeah, because you can't afford to fill you're, you're it with back, cargo. You're back to ferrying water or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a brief go with my Type 6 trading on my own, and I just, I don't know if I just don't have the patience oh, for I love it trading. or whatever. I, I think, well, I'm, I'm finding the routes, but they're all paying tiny, tiny amounts of money, and I, oh, no, I don't a lot more by just going to the nav beacon and killing You want to go off to Empire Space and do Imperial Slaves. Right, okay. I, I understand that there are rare commodities scattered around the galaxy that only appear in one place and need yeah. to be delivered elsewhere, and that's where the real trading money is, but I just don't seem to have the patience for it. I like the courier missions, to be honest. That seems to be my favourite. Yeah. So just a fast 
fast fast picket ship that can ferry data or the I see they're nerfing or the um, passenger missions. Passenger missions, yeah, I've not tried those, but I heard lots about no, them. There's the ability to just take loads and loads and loads of them. Oh, the stacking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, when you get big enough ships, you can you can put car you can put cabins in, and then the, suddenly that opens up a whole set of passenger missions, which are like deliveries, but they're multiple destinations, or they've got all sorts of weird uh, caveats, like passenger doesn't like being scanned, passenger doesn't want to be bumped on the way into the cargo dock, that sort of all thing. The, all the things that happened all the time. <laughs> but also, they've got ridiculous distances as well. The the, the missions tend to have seven day expiry timers, yeah. um, and they want ferrying tens of thousands of light years so it's, it's more explorer gameplay than merchant gameplay yeah. i think what they're designed I've, i'm gonna have to have a look at it when i get bigger ships but uh, for now something of a decent jump range yeah yeah for now i'm i'm happy just doing small small where's the jump stuff. range on your biggest ship um i think the diamondback stoneback scout was about 20 light years yeah because um, only 30 plus ready to be taken seriously, yeah but it very much is a function of ship size the bigger your frame shift yeah. drive the bigger your ship the faster you go funny that yeah yeah but i'm quite I'm really not in a hurry to get to massive pinnacles of anaconda ownership or anything like that. Just putting around down this low end, particularly with Eagle Knight. The Eagle's yeah. such a fun ship to fly. Oh, with. it is. It, it is. makes weird dubstep noises when it's uh, speeding up and slowing down. And I think your bigger engines may have made more noises than mine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a it's a fun ship. It's a cheap ship. It, it looks a good. Nippy fighter, and it yeah yeah it does look good. How was the my Imperial? Apparently, it was the starter ship from Elite Two. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. Do you remember the tagline of Elite Two? No, that's no, terrible, isn't it? It was. A, I remember Elite Two. I, I did. I did buy it, and it was famous for for being the most one of the early catastrophic QA train wrecks of PC games. Game Tech. Game Tech. One of those publishers who had this reputation. They had to reissue it a couple of times, I think, and issue full page ap- advert yeah. apologies. I remember an episode, an edition of PC Gamer back in the day, with with a whole full back cover advert saying "We've squashed all the bugs" and a picture of the box squashing a, a, like a splat of things. Yeah, and they hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> And then they released it. it took several the goes. They did um, uh, first contact, mm. uh, which oh, I don't even. I don't think I even was that. even buggier. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. My favourite thing about Elite Two was the autopilot couldn't work out orbits. Oh yeah, it, 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 it was a 50-50 chance because it, no, it wasn't frame shift. What, what it did in Elite oh, it Two, it was time acceleration. Time acceleration. Yeah, yeah, and it would constantly chase around a planet because you couldn't. Yeah, jump if, and if you were here it. and you were aiming for a planet there, there was a 50-50 chance it would get the wrong direction and yeah. just spend the whole time chasing the planet forever. You'd have to break off and try and do it manually. It was crazy. Full Newtonian thing, yeah. that Elite 2. Full ambitious. Newtonian isn't actually funny. <laughs> yeah, it turns I hate to say it because I used to think all. it was, but no. No, no, we don't really want actual space I want, I want fighter planes in space. Fighter planes in space is the way, yeah. Lucas knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, next, uh, we're going to try and crack on. We've moved to a system called TUN, which I'm reliably informed. Has have a we? very large... <laughs> you've not done your homework, have you? No. Uh, it oh, has, has lots of Federation factions in there, so we should be able to get some serious work done on our, our journey did, to did Seoul. Did that command make it into the Slack channel? Did what? Did that command make it into I the did, Slack channel? I did, yes. Okay, good, I think, good. Um, uh, we're gonna, uh, there's going to be people who haven't made it anyway. It's yeah. not too bad. It's only about 50 light years and That's reasonable fine. jumps. So it wouldn't take too long, if you, even if you hadn't gotten around to I'll relocating. Around to it. it's, it's, got one, got days. it's got one planet and one star base, and the planet and star base are if, around if the nearest wa- sun If of you're the watching this or listening to this, then I've already made it, because we've had this night. Yes. Fair enough. It, for the for the viewer and listeners' <laughs> perspective, this is yesterday. Okay, time travel. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, we're going to try and probably look for conflict zone stuff and get involved in some proper. Well, may, I think maybe just normal missions. I don't know. Whatever. We need to get this Federation rank moving because we are trying to get to Seoul. Although some of us are already Hello. there. Yes. I keep my ships in Seoul. To win, Mr. Pay to win there. I um, do not pay to win. I paid to fund. Pay to kick. No, no, no. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. it was because of people like me that you've got a game well, to play. Well, yes, I, I am quite dismissive and mocky, um, but yeah, your, your kickstarting allowed it all to yeah. happen. It's one of the rare examples uh, where I have to <laughs> grudgingly admit that the whole early access kickstart thing <laughs> well, actually worked. Yeah, one of the rare times it did actually work. Yeah. Let us compare it to Star Citizen. Oh, there we go. No, I, I keep meaning to download Star Citizen because I did back that You are too, a and, backer. You've yeah. got a ship and things. You ought to yeah. probably see how they're getting on. If nothing else, then uh, might, research for the show. I might just get angry. That's the problem. Well, that would make for some good content. That too. would indeed be content. Plus, we've got like, a camera thing there now so everyone can see the little veins in your forehead. That's going, true. So that'd be good. Now, that's confused all of the listeners to the podcast Oh, version. did I spoiler it? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Um, so yes, Elite Dangerous still going well, and a, a big, big shout out to our to our new friends, Commander Embryo, Lengel, and Votes for Cake, who've joined us on this endeavour. Not normal uh, static group members, but yep. uh, they, they seem to be settling in well. Well done, listeners, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's good, uh, and I think we can, you know. It, it, Okay, we've got your individual little groups of four for the content, but it doesn't seem to functionally have an upper limit to how many wings we can have doing stuff. So it gets a bit confusing when we're all after the same skimmer. But yeah, you know. we, we, let's not do skimmers ever again. I, I'm, it's going to be a long time before I suggest we do anything planet-based, uh, given how just yeah. problematic that was. Which is a shame. Let's stick to blowing stuff up. That's yeah. what we're good at. Multi-crew ships coming soon. I know. That's the next big two point. And a character designer. Character. Oh, we could be people in there. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Hollow people. Yeah. Um, so I. I don't know if any of us are going to be anywhere near large enough ships to use multi-crew for a while. But If it's, only it's, somebody had a big ship. <laughs> we may have to rely on people having their own spare ships they want to have us tag along on. So. I, I, I think that what could be interesting with that is the fighters and things. and Yeah, and the, the well, the turrets. Yeah. The turrets and fighters. That's basically what multi-crew means. It's not, it doesn't mean... it's not. Do you remember multi-crew ships from galaxies? Yeah, brilliant. The running around having to... One person's uh, job was to run around trying to fix... Plasma vents. Yeah, putting the fires out. <laughs> Stop them blowing up and killing the crew. But yeah, I think ultimately it's going to be fighters and turrets that'll be the interesting yeah. thing. So, But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, over to you. I'm going to talk about what Microsoft announced this week. What did they announce this they week? They announced a new subscription gaming service. Mm-hmm. Because that's what everyone does nowadays, because Sony have one and EA have had, one. I thought they had this Xbox Gold thing. They have Games for Gold, which is uh, a bonus on top of your Gold sub- subscription, where you get four games, two Xbox One, two 360, which are backwards compatible with the Xbox One per okay. month. And they tend to be reasonable games. In mm. fact, the game I'm going to talk about after this is one of them. Um, but they've announced this new thing, which is going to be for, I think it's eight quid a month, okay, seven ninety nine. Uh, you're going to get access to 100 games, a library of 100 games. Oh, that's interesting. And of course, you, you don't, don't. It's not like the PlayStation Plus where you have to wait for a, a collection to build up over months no. of participation. No, it's but just there we'll talk about is. the other PlayStation okay, one in a second. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, uh, so you basically you, you fork out your money and you just get access to 100 games, some Xbox One, some 360, all work on the Xbox One. Okay. Um, and, you know, there's going to be some classic games in there, but the, the launch, well, the, the preview lineup is mainly just. Uh, uh, Microsoft games because apparently sense. sorting the rights out for that is a lot easier than actually going and talking to others and there's also stuff like I think Mad Max is in there okay so uh, a couple a couple of big yeah. non-Microsoft yeah but things, once it goes full it's, I think, don't think it's going to have any EA or Ubisoft but uh, yeah. EA well, have their own one well yeah they're quite keen to push the Origin instead That's, I mean well, I've been waiting for Mass Effect 3 to show up on Steam and I just don't think it's no, going it's never to. going to no. Yeah, exactly. well no EA have their own subscription service as well yeah EA um Oh, is that that's different to Origin? EA Access, which gives you access to uh, a library of existing 
titles they have, as well as early access to things. Like, you, you'll get uh, Mass Effect Andromeda a couple of days early or a week earlier. Well, that's going to be the big seller, isn't it? I think there's yeah. a lot of people looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, and also Sony, of course, have their subscription service, which is PlayStation Now. Which is, PlayStation Now? Which is their backwards compatibility service. So it's lots of PS1, 2, and 3 games. Okay. Uh, and they stream to your PlayStation. Oh, so you're playing on a remote server. like the on-live Yeah, stuff. exactly. Okay, interesting. Uh, although they have just nerfed that, so it's only to PlayStations now. You can't play it on your PS3, you can't play it on your TV. Uh, I think you can play it on your PC still. So just a, well, the PS4? Yeah. The current, yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, track. So, uh, unfortunately with that, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of that one because it's in place of the backwards compatibility. So Which all these would... games I already own... Yeah. You would uh, rather, I have, I'd you rather could, be able to play those games, you know, maybe on this service, but I don't want to have to pay money to play my old games. Does that seem a bit cynical then? Is, 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 yeah. It, is, do you think that's because of technical problems, or is that because they just want another go at no, earning it, money? No, it's purely because of technical problems. The only way they can make backwards compatibility work on the PS3. Because they never designed it in, in the first place. Well, no, because the PS3 was such a weird architecture using a cell processor instead of a standard PC type processor. Right. Uh, it means making that run will be quite hard. Although making it. Uh, PS1 and 2 games run on the PS4 not a problem at all solved mm. problem they've already solved that um, you do it with some sort of emulation yeah. on the console yeah. well, itself like on the Xbox One when you start off uh, a 360 game yeah. uh, it boots up a 360 yes yeah, and as and, long as you've got flexible enough architecture, you could do that, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, these, these things are powerful. You can mock them it on the consoles me, as much as you want. But. Well, it surprises me you cannot. You, you don't have backwards compatibility designed in from the start. Even if you then decide to turn it off and charge people for extra games anyway, you you, you design it in at a, a hardware well, level, surely. Uh, because where, you where might you want can. to use it in the future. It, Microsoft didn't support it to start with, but they never had a problem with it never being available to be used. Yeah. But, you know, Sony couldn't do it because they changed the architecture too much. Oh, yeah, OK. Um, but I, yeah, I'm actually oddly positive. I'm not that positive about the EA one because it's a low amount of games. Like, it's cheap, yeah. but it's not that many games I want to play. And Well, you're down to platform exclusivity but with publishers now yeah you? which is and even more it's mainly divisive. sports games i don't care about ea sports they literally have no games i want to play oh yeah and like you know the, 100 fifas and, and, and for every mirror's edge that comes out which i want to play there's uh, a bunch of other stuff i don't or even mass effect but the problem is the back catalog which is the problem the microsoft one's got yeah. is games i already own yeah, but if they only have got three games you're interested in, you must just buy those three games exactly. the, the old-fashioned way. And yeah, I, when I was looking at Access, I thought, should I get it or should I buy um, The Last Mass Effect? Yeah. And I got it really cheap on disc on PC because that's how you get cheap Some PC games. Some seconds thing at a warehouse no. somewhere. <laughs> Go onto Amazon, look at how much a PC game costs on DVD. Yeah. And it'll be a tenner max mm. after a couple of months because nobody wants the discs. And I like discs. I like. I, I, well, like I, to, I like to own things. You know, it's just a code, don't you? It's just your Steam code <laughs> or your Origin code. No, that that CD uh, is that DVD is full of data. That's important. It's not just like I one know, line of. No, it's a code, and code. it does actually have it. And you know, Mindset's not that fast. It'll still install off disk fast, and it will download. But yeah, well, there's no internet. One day there'll be no internet, or Steam will take a direct nuclear hit from some you know radical or anti-PC Microsoft gaming make it so Steam won't run on PCs. Well, well yeah, that's it, what they were saying on the other day. Wow, you can imagine the uproar. It's actually happening. Really? Sort of. It's, what Microsoft's just saying? Nope, Steam won't work with Windows. No, no. Uh, the next version of Windows uh, has the 
same thing the Mac has, which is uh, the ability to turn off uh, non-signed apps. So if the app doesn't come from the Windows Store, it can't run. Now you think you're instantly thinking this is a terrible idea, I'm, but you're also thinking my mum really out. wants that. <laughs> well, I mean, in terms of keeping your non-technical relatives yeah. safe from the internet, that's quite good. But the idea that none of my Steam back catalogue will work on my PC is a terrifying thing. Because I mean, and you're much worse for you. I'm I'm actually quite frugal. I've only got yeah. like 100 games, perhaps less. Wow. But One more. just sudden suddenly them all disappearing that's that yeah. is that, that was all along right from the beginning it, was, not, it was the steam yeah, nightmare but it's not going to be a it's going to be turned on and off forever it's going to be if you know what you're doing you can turn it off so you can still play things God. but the ability to lock it down completely is now there which is a good thing for security well, and businesses and lots and lots of reasons yeah. oh yeah yeah obviously you know if you're the estate owner of, of a, of a medium-sized company's it network you probably want to prevent people from then surely there's stuff that stops that anyway i don't know no, anyway. it's not very reliable because the pc is I'm, I'm really worried now thank you yeah I'm, anyway I'm, 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 I'm going to fret see the problem i have i've got this weird weird feeling uh, there's also uh, bumble month bumble monthly <laughs> bumble bundle monthly there you go. uh which is uh, another sub where you get access to a load of games which is actually quite good you get a, one big game and lots of small i've seen ones. that i've seen humble turning themselves into effectively another just another sort of game store i mean the, yeah. the individual bundles are quite interesting yeah, and I, but, but then i often think well yeah okay well perhaps i should just buy the games i like and then still and then just go and give some money to a charity you know but you, but you don't, don't do you well i don't really do many hum- humble bundles no. either, now, humble but, bundles are good if there's one with at least one or two games you want on it it's definitely it's a no-brainer way of yeah, getting it. yeah i just faintly dubious about the notion of using charity to drive box sales you know i don't know so, so what you're basically saying well, is you're yeah, giving less support, to charity because you're worried that you will be giving money to charity no not at all i mean if people who want to give to charity should just give to charity they shouldn't expect something in return as well that seems greedy you know I don't know. Maybe it's I'll... red nose day in a couple of days. <laughs> <isn't it? Yeah. laughs> red nose, uh, bloody red nose. <laughs> anyway, yes. Getting back to uh, somewhere on topic. You were talking about uh, Xbox yeah. subscription. Yeah, I'm, I'm oddly happy with the Xbox one. I really don't like the PlayStation one because it grates that I'm having to pay money to play games that I already own. Whereas on the Microsoft one, if the game works... Do you keep works, the access when you stop subscribing? No. Uh, okay. No, none of these you keep... Well, the Humble See, one the you whole, keep access. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is good. Uh, but EA, Microsoft and Sony, no, you don't. Mm. Okay. But I don't mind. Okay, I'm paying a monthly sub to get access well, to a I large mean, library of games. And when I stop paying that monthly sub, that large library of games goes I away. Mean, in the grand scheme of things, you can't take it. Any, can't take any of them with you when you yeah. die. But the Microsoft one does have something where you can hit a button and buy it at a discount, I believe, if you do like it. Okay. That seems yeah. So so it becomes a sort of extension of a sort of tribe. Before sort you of. Buy, but you know, with, with most yeah. AAA games, you're probably finished with it in a weekend if you don't have <laughs> anything else to do. Well, I suppose yeah. I miss the time of being able to be finished with a AAA game in a weekend. Yeah, modern. modern when we started this podcast, I would buy a game every week and complete it. Yeah, well, are they just too long now. No, I just don't have any time. Oh, I see. Too many. Yeah. It's mainly the podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Are you a bit worried about that wind out there? It's it, wow, yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, it's fine. Keep going. No, it's fine. <clears throat> oh, it's all stormy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, I, I'm okay about the Microsoft one, funnily enough. Uh, depending on what games are on there, the problem is the list they put up is quite small and Microsofty, and I own nearly all of them. And I've got this horrible feeling I'm going to own nearly all of the hundred that I care about. Was it because not, if there's an old game I care about, I already own it. Maybe wait six months and see what the list yeah. is like then. Maybe give them a chance but, to build up a catalogue worth having access to. But where, where I think that it's going to end up going is you know. I'm not on the EA one, but I'm not actually buying any EA games anymore apart from the odd one or two. So mm. at some point, it's going to be full of games I actually want to play, which I haven't got around to buying. Yeah. So again, 
these subscription services, you know, uh, PlayStation Plus mm. uh, guarantees I'm not going to buy anything slightly quirky on PlayStation because it will come up on PlayStation Plus after a year. Yeah. Uh, Xbox uh, Live Games With Gold thing doesn't really affect me that much, but um, the games tend to be okay. So I don't mind that much too much. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the Origin one, I... I, I We'll get to play the games eventually anyway. But between all of them, with the new Xbox subscription one, I'm probably not going to buy as many games again. And they're all putting me off buying my own copy of games. Because fundamentally, you don't see much point in owning games anymore. Well, I, I, if, they're, if they're widely accessible through a kind of rental service, Yeah, if, I, if there's a cheaper way for me to get lots more games... Yeah. Then I'll I'll use that. Or if it's if they're coming like with PlayStation Plus and Xbox or with Games for Gold, if they're coming on my existing sub, is it a, is it a sort of finite amount of disposable income type problem though? I mean, is it realistic to expect people to sub up to all of these different probably systems not all at you, once? You could because you'd be talking what fifty, sixty quid a month well, to, to get all of it. I don't know if you, you play do something similar. No, nah, you'd probably only be 30, 40 quid mm. if you did all of them, I think. Yeah. Because the, EO, that, the that EA point one you, works out as very cheap per year because yeah. of uh, uh, just not that many games on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, at that point, you've gone and sprung for like a thousand quid's worth yeah. of consoles anyway. So. Mm. And, you know, an Ubisoft one would be interesting if you like open world games. Yeah. If you don't like open world games, you would never buy that. So I suppose it's very much based on the quality of the yeah. catalogue, and that's yeah. always going to be the case for these sorts of deals yeah. anyway, I think. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see actually where it goes. Hmm. But I'm, I'm quite optimistic about this new future. I'd be interested to hear how you get on with the, the Now thing, with the streaming. I don't use the Now thing. You don't, I don't no, like okay. it. It's streaming. So you already it's, made it, a, yeah. a call on it. Well, I don't like it because one. The library of games on that is nowhere near at a point where I would be getting my money's worth. Mm. Two, it's streaming and internet sucks. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because remember, we were talking. We spent quite a long time back in the day talking about this on-live thing, which was effectively you remote desktop into a yeah. distant yeah. PC that's playing the game you want to play, and then you sort of remotely play it in a kind of rental fashion. And it was it was heralded as the future of gaming, and no one will ever buy games again. It'll all just be subscription. And this is sort of... And then they went bankrupt. Well, yeah, they, it, it disappeared. I guess the internet's just not there for that kind of well, no, high-precision response. No, you, you know what the big problem is? Yeah? It's the server side. Yeah. You need to have one machine, effectively, one machine's worth of power for every client. Yes. Yeah, you can spread it across big boards and stuff, but ultimately, yeah, it's not a very efficient no. way of doing things at all. It's not, you need a decent graphics card per person. <laughs> yes, yes, and then sort of transcoding and some sort of, and bandwidth that, and all yeah. the rest of it. I, I, I mean, it's all going to be quite lossy anyway. So it, sc- it scales really, really badly. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad idea. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. I, I might sign up for the Microsoft one depending on the games, but I suspect I'm going to own Did you make a anyway. call about your PS membership? In the, I know with the previous shows you were, talk, you were umming and ahhing about whether you were going to bother with the uh, PlayStation Plus subscription. Yeah, that, uh, yeah what you? basically happened was I got upset that apparently uh, PlayStation Plus can renew on PayPal when you've told it not to ha- oh, remember your password. Wow, it auto-renewed. It auto-renewed. <laughs> Bloody hell. For how long for? 12 months? Yeah. <sighs> And you know, I, I have to type my password in whenever I buy anything on PlayStation Plus or off PlayStation Store. So well, I thought PayPal. Yeah, I thought the whole one of the reasons for using PayPal is it forces a password for, yeah, so, a query for everything. Well, you no, use it, it doesn't have to. There can be a cookie thing, and somehow there's a cookie oh, thing there God. for the uh, PlayStation Now thing. Well, can you or query it set up that? a sub for it? And yeah, uh, well, can you query it at the credit card end? I probably put could stop on it, but then they put some good games out on it, so I didn't complain. Well, well, yeah. Fair enough. Look, that's shocking. I know, terrible. Shocking. 
Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the division. Okay. I've, I think we've basically finished the division now. And, and that, that was quick. That was very quick. I've played a few MMOs in my time. It's not and, an MMO. No, it's not an MMO. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm getting to, well, ostensibly there are 30 levels. You work your way through, gaining XP for killing people and all the rest of it and doing missions and the, and the like. And that happened in about two or three weeks, I think, yeah. of, of weekend gaming with a little gang of mates. And yeah so then it starts you on this world tier difficulty system and it as it it turns out that actually 30 levels of 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 non-world tier stuff is just a tutorial you know go figure um and then so then you end up with five tiers of difficulty for the for the world and missions that you can set as a kind of sort of you know end game type gameplay and that's all hooked onto your gear score and of course every so once you hit level 30 from then on everything you all the equipment you loot has a, a gear score number and that goes up to 256 and we completed that in about two weeks maybe three wow yeah how we, many days a week uh one <laughs> Sister, how many hours per day um about three this is just the Saturday static group. I don't really, I haven't really found the urge to jump in and play it solo other times. I'm going to sound like a complete hypocrite here, yeah, because you know I've, I've been going on a lot recently about uh, I like games that are short. But yes. damn, wow, yeah, yeah, the division it, it really does pan out like a single player play it in a weekend throw it away get ready for the next yeah. thing type thing i mean obviously there's a lot of rinse and repeat repeatable daily stuff at the top end you Junk, can you well no i mean the basic combat gameplay of the division is a lot of fun i mean i talked about it before but it, you know it's essentially a very cover based shooter um of of the sort of tom clancy-ish type yeah. i don't know i mean you're you are sort of glass cannons everyone i mean there are various tanky styles of gameplay you can apply but you don't you don't just sort of wander around taking hits and watching the edge of the screen go a bit red it's you know if you're not in cover and you're caught by more than one person for more than two seconds you're dead yeah it's that kind of high high precision gameplay and i do enjoy it i really like the the tactical you know spatial awareness of it all working out which direction they're coming from which bits of cover to use and so on there's a variety of decent weapons in there the sniping is very satisfying well it was to begin with now we're up into world tier five with gear score two five six everything tends to honestly i i given up with sniping much i try it now and then it takes three or four headshots to kill most Stuff. When we're doing the daily challenging mission, they are all yellow grade. Yeah, they're not, you don't even get the purple grade or the non non elite or veteran stuffs. Um, so they're all effectively boss types, and they take. So it's. It, I mean, it's just laughable the, the ridiculous bullet sponginess of it all. And even after the, they, they've taken it down, yeah, and they've done. They've all sorts of tweaking. There was a big patch this week that's changed combat gameplay, so the armor isn't as important now. Armor's less effective, but everything's got more health. So sort of, you know, to try and sort of compensate. And I don't really understand what that's done to the game because I didn't really know it well enough to begin with. But. Um, it's yeah i mean so I, I tend to use the light machine gun instead and i've got i, I have a favorite light machine gun now because yeah. i'm because I'm, well, no. I'm some sort of weird alt-right gun nut now um and i've got i think it's an m60 and it, it, it's this enormous thing that looks like it should be mounted on on a rail yeah. on the back of a jeep or something video on the m60 actually, I i'm gonna have to start yeah. looking into youtube gun videos yeah that'd be, that'd be exciting it's basically, it's, it's, my new hobby yeah, yeah. but yeah and, and so you've got this thing and it, it, it's it's ridiculous i've deliberately not put a silencer on it because what's the point it, you can't put a silencer on one you of those you can put silencers and all sorts of things on the end anyway i put a thing on there called a loud vent break or something which i think makes it louder but it's it, it, da, 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 da. it's just stupid loud dacker more more 
noises and I, I often find myself giggling hysterically I put a clip on it that gives it plus 92% magazine so you can just hold the button down for about two minutes and I'm not really hitting much with it but I'm making no. a lot of sound and fury and it's, it's, it's very satisfying but um, sometimes when I'm you know I put a little a small medium range zoom scope on it as well and I will unload about 150 shots from an M60 light machine gun that's sort all of, you know heavy heavy infantry anti anti light vehicle type weapon into the head of one of these guys and he'll just about fall over eventually i mean that's ridiculous it, yeah i mean i don't know a lot about actual real gunfights or war and hopefully i'll never get to find out but you know i mean you see documentaries you see movies you see you see things and pretty much no nothing takes that much bullets to the head and survives tanks, tanks no you would drill through the front plate of a, <laughs> of a i don't know some m1 chieftain or whatever with this thing and, and i don't know see yeah. i'm bluffing extensively now anyway the point being is that it's it's just it moves into high fast the sort yeah, of gameplay really on Saturdays. I, I found and we, we cannot take it seriously no. and in a way it's just as well because the, if you took any of the division seriously it would be an utterly horrifying experience you know quite quite numbing oh, as we call it Trump's America well I don't know you can and see you, it happening now it, it couldn't have happened until now but now that entire situation you just happen. need some out of control smallpox variant yeah. and, and yeah there it is wow writ <laughs> large in front of you um, but I, despite all that I do enjoy the game it's a lot of fun I'm, I, I typically use the, the little rolling seeker mines they're my favourite yeah. skill because they auto home and I don't need to aim them you just lob them over the top of the thing and they go scuttling off and blowing people That's up lazy. And, and well it's useful because they are actually a kind of crowd control because Pretty, you get these giant tanker sort of yeah, enemy yeah. types with the big sort of face shield yeah, on, and they've got the backpacks and the yeah. big you know, shoot the shoot eight different vulnerable points, and they just slowly walk towards them. you with heavy machine guns, and and they're absolutely unstoppable. And there's very little you can do about them if they're bearing down on you, especially if you're in challenging mode with the yellow difficulty. It takes you know the four of us con- concertedly firing on them for a minute or two to kill them. So, but for some reason they're still terrified of the little rolling bombs, okay. even though they do almost no damage to them. But they'll they'll see them and they will run away, and that stops them advancing. Like elephants and mice. Yes, yes, very much so. Yes. So I. <laughs> I like my little rolling bombs. I've got the I've got the mod that makes them split and, and lots of them go off, and that's basically a way of making them the enemies turn around and go away for a bit to give you time to carry on firing at them. Very How does the economics of these? Work? I don't know. But these sound very expensive. I can see them on my back. You know, you got the, on your little go bag. You got all the different little things dangling on the back, and you can see the little the little thing with the three three rolling bombs in there. And I I don't know where the rest are coming from, but then I'm not sure what's in the rest of my backpack. To be honest, it can't all be energy bars and water for giving to civilians. Do you actually give water to the I do, because that's where you get lots of clothes from. Okay. It's all about the clothes. That's fine. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. But I'm really enjoying the division. Um, I, and I, I might go, I might spring for the DLC. Yeah. I, there's various... Do you reckon it's not utterly disappointing on how short it is? Um, well, if I'd have known to begin with how quickly I'd be over with it, and if I didn't have any friends who were also playing, I probably wouldn't bother yeah. as, a, as a, just a solo gaming proposition. It, it probably wouldn't interest me at all. But the camaraderie and the, you know, we've got a little gang, we, we go out on the on the uh, Saturdays there, Tepo and Aikli and uh, and Blacklight there, we, we, we go out and we clean house, and it's, it's, it's quite good fun, yeah. I mean, it takes me a bit of warming up, I can get quite stroppy early on, because we go straight in on hard difficulty and challenging and stuff, and I get one hit pretty quickly and forget that I should hide behind things and get cross and stuff but you know it picks I up. recommend playing the new Dune uh, Dune? Dune Doom just Doom. before you play it okay that's more about charging around and not caring about cover yeah because that will set you up in the right mentality <laughs> for really getting annoyed for like, yeah. maybe I should do more with shotguns and things it, it's, it's the, the, when you get into the extreme GIF score 256 world 
World Tier 5 challenging dailies, you really are sort of warping the overall gameplay difficulty dynamic to, to its utter limits, and it gets ridiculous to try and even consider thing, using things like sniper rifles or pistols. Or and I, I had a quick go with some shotguns. You know, if you're yeah. that close, it's already gone very badly yeah. wrong. You know, it's no good. But I just like it. The city's fantastic. I still haven't got all the little collectible hiddens, and they dumped a whole load of new content in with the latest release. There's more Dark Zone. We haven't done a serious Dark Zone for yet. I think that's coming. Okay. Yes, I don't know how that's going to go. Just... The entire idea of the Dark Zone turns me off. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's the, oh, God, we need PvP. Uh, but why? You know, your whole backstory <laughs> and lore is about a group of people doing good together against a large common enemy. And then, you know, you suddenly drop in some top-end PvP because yeah. uh, people will go away and get bored of our game if there's not an endless deathmatch I've PvP. The, I've seen the numbers. People got bored and went away anyway. Well, exactly. I mean, PvP is often used as a sort of lazy excuse by game designers to keep the the fast progression people busy forever because pvp generates its own content and you know it's very difficult to keep enough pve content new and fresh and dynamic and rolling forward forever for the people who get through your game quickly that's expensive to create whereas just a series of endless death matches and a few leaderboards or whatever that that's easy enough to implement at the start and yeah you have a lot of balance nightmares as you go but you know it, it creates the illusion of a game that never ends but people get bored of that eventually too and not everyone wants to do pvp especially when it's in a situation like the division although i suppose the backstory and the lore of the division, yeah, I don't get too spoilery on the uh, story, but um, <laughs> towards the end, it's of, set in New York. There you go. There's a spoiler. <laughs> there's, there's a disease. It's in New York. Go crazy. Here's a gun. Have fun. Um, no, but the towards the end, you learn that quite a lot of the first wave of division agents have gone rogue or something. One in particular has become some sort of power crazed mastermind and sort of stolen the virus formulas and stuff and gone off into the into the dark zone with it all, and that sort of sets you up for the end of it. So you've got a sort of reason why there might be some players who are trying to kill other players but it doesn't gel really and it's the same old oh and here's some pvp you know sort of add-on that tends to get slapped on the end of every mmo yeah and and rarely it makes any sense particularly the uh, the whole sort of extraction helicopter thing that is such a transparently oh god we've created a massive freeform pvp playfield where people can just hide forever they're not (laughs) not actually fighting or we need to funnel them into one point so they can gank each other ah (laughs) helicopter extraction point yes you have to stand in this plaza for five minutes if you want any treasure okay Okay. You know, it's yeah, <laughs> it's just insane. When you come to explain it, it's yeah, so stupid. T- <laughs> so, but we're going to try and explain. I, I had I'd gone in there solo. I had a little potter about, and I quite like the challenge of the enemies in there. Yeah, basically, I went to the dark zone for the PVE, uh, as I do. Um, weird. I know, but that's You're what really we that's weird. what we might try as a team. But I just don't have the the killer instinct. Even if some some hapless chump is standing under the helicopter for five minutes waiting for his treasure, and I've, I'm on a, la- a ledge with a sniper rifle, I just haven't got the. I just can't kill them, you know. Even though that's what the game wants me to do, and what they're probably expecting to. Happen. You're weak. I am weak. Yes, that's my problem. I am weak. So there we go. But we're going to do more. We're going to try the dark zone because they added about four more zones of dark zone in the last really? latest patch. Yeah, there's well, a whole load more of it up near Central Park and. I don't know uh. why. Because <laughs> <laughs> the people weren't spread out enough. I don't know. Um, apparently, there wasn't the dark zone wasn't dark enough. Yeah. I think I, I don't darker know. zone. Darker zone. Yes. When they're in the darkest zone. <laughs> darkest zone. There it is. And then the light zone because it's always the light zone. Before the yeah, dawn. yeah. Well, it's just constant daylight and all the lights are on and you can't yeah. see anything. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I might Full go bloom everywhere. <laughs> I might go for some of the DLC stuff. I think. Uh, there's so... the underground tunnel, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. There's a terminal there. Oh, they added a cash shop. 
Yeah, I saw, oh, I saw people fantastic. moaning about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they they said at the start, "Oh, we are never going to add a cash yep. shop to our game," and I didn't believe them because I don't believe anyone. Hint or people: anything. If somebody says that, <laughs> it means they're going to do it the such first chance an they get. Obvious lie. Yes. Why would you turn money away? How could you do that? <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know. Um, yeah. So we had a little look. You get so it's about three hundred. Is it three hundred dark zone? No, five hundred dark. Um, five hundred premium points for three pound forty nine. Um, and for five hundred, for three hundred of these, you can buy an emote. Ooh! You can buy a, oh, good a skin for your backpack. Not even actual backpacks, just skins. Yeah. Uh, some of the good emotes are five hundred. Um, I was quite taken by the uh, the sort of uh, ICU one, but then I thought, no, hang on, that's that's that's, that's, like, that's like eight quid's worth. I'm not paying for that. I, that would be insane. And you got the usual page with best deal and yeah. you know the different amounts and if you I, I, if I you mean, spend 50 quid yeah. on these points you get and like really, 200 points free the really like, expensive one to make the one below it not look quite as bad yes it's all psychological yeah. this is, is very much tried and tested methods this stuff um but so i just looked at one that snorted and uh, went on my way but i don't know if it's is that a sign of a game in trouble or is that a sign of a greedy company squeezing or for both. can i don't know although don't know. yeah i don't think it's in trouble i think that it's probably making enough money to be happy well they've yeah. already got a cash cash shop you know that takes real pounds and proper money for for like outfits and, yeah. and, and yeah. all the rest of it i don't see why they need to add a microtransaction internal cash shop for uh, for more stuff because as well. because then ubisoft we heard you like cash shops so we put a cash shop in your it is ubisoft shop. isn't it it is ubisoft yeah, yeah. um I, i'm turning to jim sterling I, <laughs> I don't know it's, it's do you take it or leave it really i'm i don't object to people wanting to be paid for their work you know that's no, 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 and i quite all. like the i think yeah i might support them by by buying some dlc but i pay for content i don't pay for cosmetics i don't yeah. pay for weird emotes or, or strange titles over your head or any nonsense like that i mean you know I don't know. You can look at it as a kind of charitable contribution. You think, I want to give this company some money, and oh, they're giving me a spaceship in return, or that's nice. You know, whatever. But the main reason is like you're kickstarting Elite yeah. Dangerous. You know, you didn't, yeah. you didn't necessarily do that because you wanted to get to Seoul without doing any grinding. No, I wanted to make sure that David Braben would do the game I wanted, you wanted to make for the last 30 years. You wanted to make sure the game happened. Yeah, exactly. But and in return, they gave you a few perks as a thank yeah. you. And that's one way to, yeah, that's, that's probably fine. the same way to regard this. I mean, if you try and. And you it, know what? Get access to Seoul is not a big thing <laughs> i don't have any of the other accesses i don't have the ranks or anything yeah. I and you've got a cobra mark three for free but you yeah. can earn one of those in about two weeks of gameplay you know it's not that a <laughs> couple of hours <laughs> yeah um so i suppose yeah you, you 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 have to decide on the approach you take with the, the yeah. payment but giving them money for for stuff you know for content seems reasonable so i think i probably will stump up for the uh the dlcs yeah, yeah. yeah. have a look at those anyway over to you i'm going to talk a bit about project cars because okay. that came up on Games for Gold Life, Gold Games for Gold Life. <laughs> and um, Do you make any of your own purchasing decisions anymore? No, it's fantastic. <laughs> Too busy. Yeah. It solved all my problems. Hey, Microsoft, give me a game you think I might like. Actually, regular listeners won't remember, I have actually played the game because I own it on PC already. And it, it just hit that, oh, I can play this in bed on a Sunday morning without getting up. Okay. Spot, which is... I don't one. have to look for the CD. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, basically, it's a driving game, yep. uh, and it's a weird driving game. You know how driving games are either arcade or serious, serious, serious? Yes. This is serious, 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 no atmosphere serious. No atmosphere? No, it feels really weird. You start off in go-karts. Okay, yeah. You'd think that'd be fantastic. That sounds like you? it might be fun, you know, yeah. firing shells at people, all that good stuff. No, it's on horrible go-karts, and... Uh, 
the driving physics are weird. Actually, the physics physics are weird. Mm. Um, everything either feels too light or too heavy. Okay. Um, you'll be driving along, you'll put one wheel on the dirt, and you'll suddenly be sideways in a way where you think, if I'd actually wow. turned sideways <laughs> like that, I would have whiplash. Severe, I severe would be G-force. dead. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, so extremely high friction dirt. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you remember, uh, when I played it last, I was basically playing it on VR last year. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this not not because it's on Xbox. It's, it's way better without VR, I think. Um, oh dear. But then again, most games are. Funnily enough. Mm. Oh, just a side tangent. Were you playing any, no. any dangerous with the headset? No, uh, okay. I've, I haven't worked up the courage to do that. Yet. <laughs> Fair enough. Because um, I, it's going to get to a point where, hang on, guys, I have to change all this because I'm going to throw up. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. So um, the problem with Project Cars is the physics are all weird. The progressions are weird. Uh, there's absolutely no atmosphere. Uh, the race is well. The you know my issue with uh, AI in driving games? Mm. This is possibly the worst I've seen. There's absolutely zero racecraft in any of the AI. Oh, okay. So, you know, just the usual thing is they're just doing their thing and don't care about you. They'll so, completely oh, ignore right. you. So it's all rather pre-programmed rather than reactive at all. Yeah, so they will go for the racing line and try and barge through you no matter what. <laughs> they won't take evasive action as no far as I can tell. No self-preservation anything like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's weird, but it's still strangely enjoyable. Okay. And I don't know why. Everything in it takes too long. Mm. Uh, the UI takes too long. Getting to races takes too long. The races take too long to get through everything. It's not quite as bad as some of the forces. Uh, but the races it, take a long time, don't they, generally? Well, no, it's... But do you want a, a real-time 24-hour Le Mans or a real-time Formula One race or something that takes actually, like two some, hours? some games have had that. Okay. Yeah, some, some games... Quite have, an endurance challenge at yeah. that point. Uh, I think it was one of the Grand Turismo's, was it, which had a 24-hour race? <laughs> But you swapped out your driver to the B-spec driver who would race for you, and it was... Okay. It was, yeah. You have uh, to do the whole thing yourself. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah no, it's, it's interesting. And you know, I didn't pay anything for it this time, mm. having haven't even paid for it before. <laughs> this, this, again, was another one of those Kickstarters. It was that and Assetto Corsa, both Kickstarted around the same sort of time. Yeah. And you liked Assetto Corsa, didn't you? Sort of. Yeah. But, again, that was... It didn't have any fun. Uh, and this, too, is lacking on the fun. Mm. And I don't know whether or not it's just... The full-out realistic racer is completely uninteresting to me anymore. Well, I just—I suppose, yeah. Because yeah, full-out realistic racers are going to be quite technical, quite serious business, and, and you don't, yeah. I mean, in real racing situations, you yeah. generally and, get told off if you have fun with the, and, the car. And more specifically, I don't think you need that many of them. Well, you only need yeah. a couple of them. And you know, I'm playing Forza still quite a lot. It's quite saturated. The, the, main, the mainline Forza games, which, before anyone says anything, is not a realistic racing game by any means. It is at the realistic end of arcade, mm-hmm. uh, despite what anyone says. And yeah. You like those, don't you? The yeah, Forza. I do like those. Those mm. are a lot more fun. But then again, I'm still just dipping into them for a single race at the moment. So yeah. But then there's Forza Horizon, which is full on. Arcadey, almost as it's good as Burnout. It's to try and nail down the, the concept of fun as applied to racing games. What, what specifically it, about it that? It depends on different people. I mean, if you take the Formula One games... So it's quite a subjective yeah. thing as well. The Formula yeah. One games are really, really highly technical. Mm. And the fun in them comes from getting the lap perfectly. And there's this really satisfying uh, fun uh, payback thing where you get just getting the couple of tenths off your lap each time getting all of the corners right when you got all of the corners on the chicane right you think that's good i've done really doing well. a very specific task well yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but you know i don't get that on project cars or assetto corsa and all those or even uh Ooh. gran turismo okay uh because yeah, gran turismo is basically 
a game out of time at this point and it'd be interesting to see how they reinvent themselves if they do if she do you think it needs a big reboot yeah some I, sort, I really do rather than just another incremental yeah sequel yeah. We'll, we'll see what the new one does which isn't going to do that much if it ever comes out because it's, Cause it's quite a specialized and specific niche really the yeah whole racing and game thing in general for, for years it was just Grand Turismo on one side Forza on the other yeah and everyone was happy because you had your xbox one and you had your uh oh, playstation one okay now you've got a couple of cross-platform ones as well oh, so, and so, so, so everyone is suddenly th- wanting a bit of the same pie and can't take it for granted just because you've got yeah. a locked in player base all of a sudden yeah 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 so i, I don't know what it means for anything yeah. But I do know that Project Cars is oddly not as fun as it should be mm. and does drive weirdly and your car will either feel heavy or light uh, in the wrong way and you will find yourself... Oh, the other thing, also, uh, rolling starts. Rolling starts? Yeah, uh, rolling starts in some races okay. uh, where, where, you know, uh, you're under computer control up until the green light and then you accelerate. Right. Sometimes it'll start you with one foot on the grass. <laughs> Oh, that's the least you'd expect from some, some yeah. mechanic where the computer takes over the control of your car. Keep it on the goddamn track. <laughs> Please make it so I can accelerate. <laughs> We're asking to turn right, in which case I'm going to be whacked by the guy behind me because he doesn't care. See, I'd be looking for a betting scandal about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there'll be people eating pies there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, God. it's lots and lots of things about it I don't like, well, but I'm still playing it, and I don't know why. But you're waiting for a better one to come along, I guess. I don't. I don't need to be playing more driving games. I have enough driving. More games. Burnout Paradise. That's what it needs. Oh, Burnout Paradise oh, on backwards compatibility on Xbox. Uh, I downloaded it because mm. I thought, oh yeah, I could play Burnout Paradise. There must be some achievements I haven't got. Yeah, no, I got them all, didn't I? You you, you got an A grade license? No, I've got. I've completely completed everything. everything in that game. <laughs> There's very few games that I could ever say that I've done. I think possibly Just Cause 2, or I came very close. Yeah. But And I would delete the save and do it again, but I've been doing that on PC. Cause wow, what to do when you've literally done everything? Do it all again. Yeah, yeah start it all, all again. basically. Yeah, and Burn Paradise is a game which really does support that, because it's the best game ever made. Yeah, it is a very good driving yeah. game. It's one I like, and I don't like driving games. No. Yeah, so that's... Project Cars? Right. Okay. Trying to desperately remember what game I was talking about. <laughs> Right, well, do you smell then? Well, no, no, no. Do you want to talk about nine years of it? Nine years? Well, what's to say? I don't know. This is basically the testament of the power of force of habit, really. Isn't it, it is, really. <laughs> it's, when it, it's when it's easier to carry on doing a thing than stop, I find. Um, which is <laughs> probably terrible. Probably a terrible thing to say. Yeah, what else would we do? But uh, I know, I've enjoyed it. It's, it's yeah. become a, a sort of diary for me, really, a yeah. way of keeping track of what what you know, the, 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 a sort of way of keeping time throughout my my otherwise unremarkable life. That I goes was talking to someone week in, week out, same sort of thing. One of the kids at work I was talking to, yeah. uh, we we're talking about Halo Wars two, mm. and. Uh, he wanted to know what I thought of Halo Wars. So I had to go back and uh, look up <laughs> ah, my... And you uh, don't have to remember. No, I don't have to remember because yes. I had a podcast where I said that it was okay but the controls were a bit no. uh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah. It's just something we do, really. It's, here we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to continue for another year? Yeah, might as well. Ten seems like a good round number. Yeah, re- reconsider at ten, shall we? All right. Yeah, yeah okay. Carry on. So you can go on to HannahMurderTime.com where you can catch this, all our previous shows, catch up 
uh, Sky Factory uh, Minecraft series. Yes, yes, it's more Minecraft. Hooray! You died. I yes. It had been weeks, weeks before you guys see it, but he died. <laughs> he fell off. I fell off. I thought it was going to be him because he's quite a klutz. Yeah. But no, I fell off doing something that's ridiculously ambitious. Because I've decided that building underneath the platform's clever instead of above. Yeah, I'm going down. Um, see, I, I had some sort of vague Bespin type notions in mind, but now I'm thinking more Citadel Station. Okay, fine. <laughs> so we're going yeah, multiple we'll be- decks and a big, big spiky laser thing off the bottom. That's I don't, I don't know. That's fine. That works for me because I can put the machines in it quite happily. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you can go along, of course, to animaldetime.com. Uh, did I mention that already? Go to YouTube, have a look at all our videos. YouTube. Like, sub- like, subscribe, give us a review on iTunes. Is there anything else that everyone says in a annoying way at the end of these things? Can't remember. I don't know. Is there a Patreon? No. No. Okay, don't do that then. No, we could do a Patreon, but I'm scared yeah. that no one would do it. <laughs> Need the money. <laughs> no, don't need the money either. Uh, and uh, join us next time when we will be uh, possibly back to just audio if it's <laughs> horribly. Uh, or maybe we'll still be like this. Hurrah. So see you then. Bye.